वेलकम एवरीवन टू अनदर एपिसोड ऑफ फ्यूचर ऑफ डेटा न्यूज कास्ट टुडे इज वीक थर्टी वन सो दैट मींस इट्स अ न्यूज़ लेटर वीक एंड वी आर बैक विद सम इंटरेस्टिंग स्टफ टू शेयर टू इंटरेस्टिंग न्यूज टू टॉक अबाउट सम इंटरेस्टिंग इनसाइट्स दैट टाओ हैज शेयर्ड विद अस दिस वीक एंड लेट्स बिगिन मरिया हाउ आर यू I'm doing good, Vishal. How are you doing? Good, There's good, a, good. Yeah, How lots uh, happening. You know, things are fast-paced, and um, there are conferences and events and all things happening. And uh, you know, things have been busy. I actually will be <laughs> speaking at All Things Open in October, nice. so I nice. did get um, news of that. You know, and uh, OpenCon awesome. is coming up, and I've applied there and. um I, i think that's uh in later in the year as well but uh, all these uh uh conferences and things that are going on and the information that's coming through it's it's a lot you know but we nice. take it one at a time <laughs> one day yes, at a time yes 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 and and maria don't tell it to anyone we are rolling out another version of tau so um let's not make it this public is great yet news. great news this every is, day i love this it this is yes this is only for um uh, for our podcast audience so we will making we are making i think probably in, uh, by the end of this month we are releasing tau with some surprises so i think you would love it great i can't wait to hear about it yes um so let's jump quickly on the on the news letter what's 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 here this week what do you think cover of the week Yeah, this is a sensitive one, I think it uh but it is uh, at the same time, you know, we got to be aware about the situation and what we're uh, dealing with and so our environment, you know, that's what it is. So, uh we have a little cartoon. Yes. So it uh, feels back the data that they were, that was stolen from him. <laughs> that's actually it's and, and you know, I think uh, maybe this week's theme is security. I think we have Yeah, tons of ton, tons of stuff on security. I think this is this is this is going to be an interesting conversation. So yeah, so for for our audience, so it's I think it's it's another Dilbert cartoon in which uh, Dilbert's boss, uh, Dilbert is asked, telling his boss that hey, we lost all of our data, com- uh, company data, and our backups too. And then he tells he says that so I hacked into our government secret database where they keep record of everything, and now every we just recovered everything. So he said. I f- the boss said I feel as if I should be doing something now and Dilbert says nah everything is working fine so this is <laughs> this is uh data security as as Maria rightly said it's it's a very sensitive topic yeah how, well how much, it just like, seems know. never ending because there's always new threats and there's always new risks and so there will always be a need for you know help to solve those problems that's that's true and i think it's it's interesting to see um for some for something like government right who who pretty much mandates the trade and policy and and legal sort of regulation security is not their core competency <laughs> and 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 they're real, they're relying primarily on uh, the vendors or their outreach folks to be knowing their stuff it, it it's funny like uh, pretty much they decide what to secure and how to secure and how to regulate and then they are the one probably are the most vulnerable among uh, like enterprise can sort of they still have a smaller problem 
but governments and the kind of data they're dealing with the kind of sort of uh, that's not the core competency and the people who are involved in government are again very uh, not very tech savvy in in, in, yeah. in any context so it's, it's interesting yeah they're just getting the training that uh, that they need there's much slower processes and and you know <laughs> so, so, so you, it does. You, you have worked with the city Maria so what what has been your experience Yes, we, you know, we want to have as much consensus from departments as possible. And so this also takes time, you know, so right. I would say that that is like um, one of the biggest key things. Everyone wants to rush a quick fix, but, right. um, you know, uh, we need the checks and balances to make sure that the biases, you know, also are not getting in the way and that there are other things that are not going. So I can see, you know, the perspective of um, having so much of the checks and balances, but at the same time, you know, things will just take time. And, and these and people on general level, you know, people just have a hard time with change. And so these processes that have been around for a long time are still, you know, enact, enacted while the technology and while the talent has you know, leveled up since then. <laughs> right. I so. think that's that's interesting. So I was I was talking to and we had a podcast about that. So I was talking to EPA's chief data officer and I was I was conversing him in that how difficult it is for something like government. Government works from political season to political season, right? So election to election. So every time the polit the politics and the mandates that comes with the politics, how can you build a robust business when every four year your core competency might just be totally different and how you can build something yeah. uh, uh, that is that secure when the guidelines that you're working on probably so one one party is saying something and the other is saying different and we'll be in a luck if we get sort of consistent party for some time so at least things get get robust on one side it's just the flip cycle that and, and then many of these parties pretty much untangle or undo the the previous ones if they are different in in, in their affiliation yeah, so, yeah. Was, and I some think... of these processes take, uh, you know, whatever bill or policy that was uh, put in place or voted upon takes two years <laughs> to even, right. you know, it's, it's, <laughs> come into it's... fruition for people to even see like, oh, this is happening now. <laughs> it's, it's, I think it's fascinating and, and kudos to everyone who's working in, in, in the government sector uh, trying to secure the infrastructure there. I think it's it's a very difficult problem to um make government work and and give them all the cool toys that enterprise have access to um so, so they can do their job uh, properly and and keeping keeping our data secure because that's true i'm relying on government to know their thing that they're keeping my data secure and this is pretty much the little cartoon is just attack on that that hey if, yeah it's, it's it's weird anyhow yeah, and, let's... And safety is really you know an important issue everyone is passionate about you know so it's yes. safety you know, and we have so many versions and illusions of safety we need to, you know, try to get more accurate about. And and uh, so it's uh, it's going to take time. <laughs> I, I, I agree. And, and I think let's now let's let's jump to the next um, analytics week bites. So these are some of the blocks from our platform that that we either we wrote our team wrote or we sourced it from some of our you know, interesting partners uh, to push it out. So. Um, slightly detour so it's about i think data driven i think that's the theme of pretty much all the uh, from whatever i've captured 
So one of the blogs dreaming of being data driven, a case for central data office. And I think this was one of the one of the write up that um, I wrote from one of the conversation. Actually, I was working with with a client during that time, and uh, like I was pretty much immersed in a uh, in a very internal internal battle of selling them the idea of center of excellence, and and mm. there was sort of a lot of pushback on hey let's not talk about center of excellence um and it it was all cultural pushback so no this won't work it would cost too much it would it would be very long, it will be a longer initiative for someone to pursue so i said no 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 take like, take a take a deep breath and since just uh, just go to a yoga class maybe but i think what the, <laughs> but, but the drill is just just to relax just deep breathe and you need to do this because um at some point when this and when this this would be your core competency there's no escape and i think pretty much i i i laid out um four or five uh, suggestion i guess at that point of like what what are some of the bullet things that you could do um having say, say i think more transparency and understanding your workers understanding your so uh, know your data know your site like uh, processes and something like that just Laying out to uh, to very simplistic manner, and and I I sent that blog to one of the uh, like two of the stakeholders there. I said mm-hmm. let's just read this, and 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 I'll come and we'll chat, and and we end up sort of executing something like this. But it was it was a it was an interesting bite. Yeah, I like how when you're talking about like who owns the data, because you have all these responsibilities that come with the data that you might not think about until you get to that part of the process where you mm. have to, you know, think about it, That's <laughs> you know, true. and so policies, like certain policies and certain things, like, especially working with open data, um, mm. we've had, we had a lot to consider, um, you know, even with maps and so forth that we we're making sure we didn't violate any policies at the same time as sharing as much as we could, you know? Right. So That's I true. like what you're talking about open you know like the ownership of the data because of the responsibilities that come with the with um you know secure you know like what we were talking about securing it and making sure you know that it's accurate or um you know also clean (laughs) right no i think yes yes absolutely and 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 i think um so the next one the next blogs talks about it's it's another analytics week pick and it talks about big data is no longer confined to the big business playbook and I think this was very interesting, very interesting read on how basically democratizing um, all the technologies and capabilities make the technology so accessible. And I think many times, so I remember like in back in 2015, I think it's, uh, I used to hear a lot that, um, no, no, it's, it's, I don't have that much of money to undertake a big data project or something. Um, it was, it was like, we were into a lot of those conversation. And as mm-hmm. the time sort of grew, people understand, okay, people understood that thanks to infrastructure costs coming down radically that um, and and then open source community pitching in the educate the education of the market has gone a lot easier and businesses now mm-hmm. are less less anxious about um, so i think that's it's 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 a funny journey of how yeah. actually now it's no longer for big big businesses very true what do you think maria yeah i think you definitely um bring awareness to the fact that people are using data for decision making all the time for all the different kinds of things and you don't need to be some phd scientist 
although they're respected <laughs> for their level of detail in the process of how to research and study, but we have the scientific method, which on a basic level, naturally we do anyway when we're learning, right? That's how we uh, interacted with our environment as children, and we can expound upon that to use that for all kinds of uh, decision makes decisions that we have to make on a regular basis. And some of these things, if you're in venturing into, you know, entrepreneurship or you're venturing into trying to research things and there is enough discoveries to make, um, you know, for people to be interested in, these methods are going to be, uh, need to be more available and accessible so that they know the models and they can kind of figure out what works best with the situation that they're trying to measure. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> a little bit of a ramble, but I, I really like this article and, you know, picking out like how, you know, we need, we can do this on so many different levels. Right. No, I think I, I, I totally agree with you. It's, it's, it's a very good, again, it's, it's a very good um, a transformational article of, so if you are going to transform, I think these, I, I love these kind of articles because they, they keep it low on tech. And they pretty much attack the business side of things and say what really need to sort of um, understand and, and, and list before you execute something like that. I think that's, a, a, again, a lovely article. And even the third yeah, one, okay. Yeah, sorry, Maria. Then I was just gonna say like the next one seemed to be just a business case to back that up. So Tao did pretty good job, like, you know, rolling <laughs> with, uh, with the choice. That's actually pretty, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I agree. Can we tell us what clinical trials don't? Uh, Maria, you rightly rightly picked up. I think this is one of the one of the very uh, efficient use case. And in fact, um, I think on July fourth weekend when I when I went, uh, I I actually went with a couple of friends from pharmaceutical uh, industry, and we had a good discussion on using of these AI and big data capabilities on on sub, like fixing clinical trials. And actually, very interestingly, they were hesitant. Um, in, 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 in many of these insights. So I think one of their worry was knowing something that we shouldn't, we're not supposed to know. Right. Uh, so yeah. that's, I think that's the, and it's, it's interesting, right? So on one side, this is, it's, I think it's more to do with ethical dilemma. Right. So yeah. I, w I was, my, my case was you shouldn't like, if you realize, you know, something that you shouldn't late in the game. There's a mm -hmm. lot of impact already out in the market and maybe you can't sustain some impact, right? If it's negative, if it's positive, again, you want to get to that impact quickly rather than like rather than late, right? So mm -hmm. the faster you know, the more you can do to react on that. And it was like, it was, it was interesting to have such, um, and I think we, we were, I think about four, four guys, uh, four sort mm -hmm. of, uh, um, folks from pharmaceutical in that, um, and it was the consensus was hundred percent that hmm. it's um, that's the concern that knowing something that we that we're not supposed to know. So I said, "Wow, that's interesting." Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so so I I don't know. I like this article is amazing. I like contrary. So this article talks about learning health system and and what all it can do. I think um, so. We we know we know um, data can do a lot. Yeah. And that, and that just makes it more sensitive, I think, because you're saying, you know, like you're saying, some of those things may be things that are information that's helpful. And then someone has a perspective that it shouldn't be shared. And so, you know, you get into that. And uh, as people are needing to figure out more clues, at least to get 
so that they can make better decisions also you know right. they're gonna have to try different things so i like that you know you know this per this article referenced a case where that happened and and it was a success you know right to do that that's, the, that's true and, and i think and one thing I was, I was thinking about is also the cultural um, differences right so what if so now the cultural of new breed of data science professionals they believe in sharing they believe in more co collaboration so i think one of the thing definitely i was seeing the need of is the, the cultural shift right so whenever whenever i hear this argument of oh what if something some something might be uncovered which which are which we're not supposed to I think that's all. That's all cultural sort of um, bottlenecks that, as a business, we all have to deal with. Because mm -hmm. when when the time is the name of the game, how rapidly you can respond to a situation, I think mm -hmm. you have to be at the top of the game, right? So, um, so yeah, it's, I think it's. I'm I'm hoping with I think with with more sort of cultural uh, as new breed join in and taking this data science projects and and this corporation and their strategy and 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 business thinking we, at the end of the day we we should we will be translate or or transforming in that direction of more data driven and more sort of understanding that that would be interesting actually yeah well i think it's like you said there that's true the millennial generation is going to think differently and they have all kinds of consumer habits that are different to where companies and businesses are having to, uh, you know, rack their brains to figure out how to reach and connect with them. So there's definitely going to be some, there's already been so much attention put on it. And the way that um, they're doing things or thinking differently, I think it also allows us to be more open, you know, like you right. said, with these things. And so I'm excited to see, you know, what more collaboration can come. That's true, and and I think uh, now let's talk about the news bites. So I think um, first uh, first article was guide to the top university and colleges where cybersecurity degree program is are being conducted. I think again, if you are looking right. to transition into data science, I think and data security, very good read. Uh, it just lists on which programs they do what and and what you can do to improve. What do you think, Maria? Yeah, it, it shows you, you know, also what their curriculum is focusing on. So you have some of the top few colleges there that you can choose what right. interest you want to be because it's, you know, crosses a, a great number of, of um, divisions, you know, of different industries. So, right, right. So, um, and, and the other one is, it's about, about a breach that happened. I think it's, it's, it, it, it's a, it's a good read if you don't know what. So I think um, uh, so. Show ticks for you is a site that that sells tickets. Okay, so um, it it just lists about what all was the the hack, and I think this this is an interesting interesting article on what exactly a security breach could could do to you. I think that's that's fascinating to see a, a hack being done in numbers. What what really it translates to? And again, I think. One of the podcasts I recently recorded, um, we, we should be posting that podcast sometime early next month or end or at the end of the, end, end of this month on security. What's the enterprise outlook? Anything? Uh, do keep a look, uh, keep an eye out on that podcast. It it covers many of the mindset 
changes that are required to secure sort of under, undertake this initiative of keeping enterprise secure and what all what all mindset is needed to to sort of go in because it's a, it's again it's a, it's a very um, uh, i think it's one of the areas so i was i was talking to this this guy uh, and and i, I, I was we were, we were we were talking about how um, enterprise is almost like uh oh sorry security team is almost like what lawyers are today right hey don't do this don't do that uh, follow the steps but typically businesses are uh, designed to take shortcuts businesses are designed to be creative and the more creative you get the more um, less or or less predictable your steps are so it's difficult for the security team to secure you if the, if you're less mm-hmm. predictable right because mm-hmm. if it loves predictability and businesses hate predictability right so now yeah. <laughs> when you have when you have this battle between the two if there's no business there's no it right that's their right. argument and 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 we had we had a great conversation around why don't i just throw money at this problem and just just assume that i'll be hacked and and this much would be and I, and get the insurance done for that much right instead of fixing and and getting paranoid about the security and we had a good conversation i think this is huh. but uh, th- it was a very interesting conversation okay yeah you so, could you could probably have talk about that one for a long long time because i mean like tao's bringing up all of the different articles there's just so many different ways to attack, to to talk to look at it right right so so let's let's talk about so the the next one is um, i think it's 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 a uh, it's a research report social media analytics market by way of study synthesis and summation so this is one of the interesting report from um, on global social media and analytics market um the prediction from i think 2017 to 2021 um yeah it and, seems and intense <laughs> it's oh it seems really yes intense. <laughs> I I think what I what I'm always amazed about at least anything in social media is how the hell can you predict anything there like it's every every year there's a new social network every year there there's like 10 social networks that that are probably dying yeah the trend is changing the humanity is changing broadband access is changing yeah how can you predict when when change is the only constant right Right. <laughs> how, how can you? It's it's funny. Like it's um and and I think it yeah. I think I um love love to love to know. Uh, I wonder if there is anyone that goes back through to the predictions of you know I'm sure someone does, but you know the predictions of you know the last five or ten years and see if how accurately we are keeping up with those things in well, social I, media or well, you yes. know the internet and so forth. <laughs> I, I think it's it's it's, it's it's I think it's we are in uh, and I I used to follow some of these I think we are hilariously off in many yeah. of these <laughs> I think in, in 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 some cases like we were like totally different direction and in some cases like um so I I remember that uh, this was like one of the I think in, during my my grad days uh, we were doing some research on Blu-ray. how amazing is blu-ray and how this would go more efficient and all that and ultra hd like ultra vcd or something uh, would be like there would be ultra high capacity C- uh, cd or something and we were like bullish on this market and all that right and and then the internet happened 
and now <laughs> the entire netflix is um it's just killing it's just like i i have never yeah, like seen any remember when blockbuster was on every corner kind of deal <laughs> oh. oh man it's like uh, it's 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 difficult it's difficult to predict that i, I have never seen a blue ray for like i i have bought a blue ray and it, this guy was eating dirt i think it's just i don't even know whether someone is selling uh, blue ray nowadays but it's i think that's the prediction it's like it's hilariously off like you can just oh man and even even in i think the plasma tv uh, one i think there was lot of lot of debacle on how plasma tv is going to it's more efficient it's blah 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 and when the lcd in the oled and emulated i think it's just it's 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 ridiculous where we are yeah. where we are heading with that yeah so, we i mean we try right <laughs> i think so i think that's that, that's why I, i had like i had sort of chuckles when i when i hear about social media because the social media is almost like gadgets right today so yeah. will there be a smart watch or will there be um, whatever right uh, a big dial uh, three pounder watch or something so it's 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 hilarious that uh, but yeah i think you got people businesses love prediction so they're just getting it yeah and then we have the uh featured course the deep learning prerequisite the nubby stack and python yes and i was looking at the reviews of this um because um you know i liked how it talked about in the very beginning it was like you know these are the things that you need to know and if you don't know how to use these models or what they're for you know then you know you need another course <laughs> basically right. you know to be to get on with this one and so i was reading the reviews and uh you know a lot of good reviews on how clear and concise the course was and efficient and to get through so it's a free course i think i i i have a hunch on what tau is doing in this and maybe uh, i think it just tau is cheating here i think it's he's just or or tau is just asking because I, i think uh, one thing i have noticed across like after a couple of iterations all of these courses are highly rated ones yeah i want to see a lousy course right so t- hey this i think i don't know like it's it's not although it's not programmed to to look for lousy content but i think I would love to see some yeah, diversity. Like a comparison would be maybe a comparison would be good like here's a course that you do want to take and here's the kind that you don't and you know the re- maybe like some well, reason like it's I think it's it's almost like diversity right so I I, I and this 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 I have seen from my personal experience no matter how amazing of a speaker you are half of the guys would be sleeping anyways mm. right so and then rest half of them uh, folks are figuring out when they can go home or whatever right <laughs> so from 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 that perspective it's my my hunch is like how like however lousy you can get like they should have some diversity like some uh, it's 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 funny like i want to see if if tau can come up with the say two rated or something and people hated this for whatever reason and say hey i'm sorry Like I just found this lousy one, but the topic <laughs> is good. It's it's a trend because Tao is Tao knows about trends, so it knows yeah. that the, what what the hell is happening around and what. So it's it's trained something. Yeah. So I'm I I, again good course. So uh, as Maria, you rightly said, 
um if you need to create a uh, machine learning this is i think this is one of the fastest way um and and and, and they and they're not using too advanced for mathematics by the way so they're using basic linear um algebra there and and then it is not meant for um it's not super super non technical it is somewhat technical because obviously you need to program to create a machine learning algorithm but it's i think the language is simpler simple enough and i think um if i would i would say even if you hate to code just just go through this course at least it's good to know create something out of your, like with your hands and then you actually can can see like then you can whenever you are in the conversation of what machine learning machine learning could do you could have a a lot meaningful discussion so i think it's just couple of hours well spent and then voila like you have created your first machine learning algorithm or something yeah so, you'll definitely know more of what applies with what you know <laughs> right, right exactly and 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 the thing and um, yeah i think and python is is amazing numpy stack is so numpy scipy panda i think it's they're all that's one of the one of the side of doing stuff and i'm i'm glad this time tau has not presented anything with r cuz no, i think i was i was i was I, mean, i was thinking that many times you just say hey take a course on r but read a book on python or whatever yeah and just yeah. and just kill yourself or whatever so this time it was <laughs> i think this was like much better this time that okay you can you you can live and yeah. I, and, and, and i'm so, I'm, i'm seeing they have done a redo on the book again yeah so research Fourth design edition. Yes, but I I think any so I don't mind it. I think it's 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 a it's a beautiful book. Uh research research research. So I think um how to design a research. So mm-hmm. this is one of the one of the good books. So I think Creswell John Creswell is he's a, he's a he's a industry psychologist I guess. Um uh, uh, and and his background is in into figuring out how to design a survey and what data to capture how to capture and all that and um i think he references a lot like the basics and so it's really important on a lot of levels because everybody needs to know at least those things you know how to collect the data you know and how to do the how to think about how to do the process right and and maybe i think last time we we, we talked we talked about sensors right the sensors data and all yeah. that So yeah. yeah I think it's um <laughs> it's it's it, I'm uh, yeah someone has to fix or make good service otherwise I think the world is full of lousy I think last week I I got from one of my telecom provider a survey and it has like about 30 question or something it was like painful I said what the hell like who gives a 30 survey 30 question survey wow so so world is still needing some some justice <laughs> You might have um, felt like you were doing the Myers Briggs right so there. May- <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think maybe I, next time if I get something, I'll just forward this book to them and say, just <laughs> sure. But maybe next time, this time I'll, I'll give it a pass. But maybe if you read this and, and fix your survey, maybe I can. It's, it's, it's yeah. interesting. <laughs> it was, it was interesting. Yeah. Okay. So now let's get to the keeping biases checked during last mile of decision making. This is I think um um this is a beautiful uh thought. So I think so there's a book called uh Thinking Fast and Slow. Have you, have you read about have you read that book? 
No, but it sounds so, interesting already. <laughs> it's, I think it's 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 a fascinating it's a fascinating book that um, like if you overanalyze vis a vis if you if you underanalyze right so you need you need just enough information yeah. uh, to to decide better like if you if you too quickly decide something so one of the example that um, uh, um, so I think th- this particular right uh, uh, thought about keeping biases check talks about biases and I think biases is one of the thing that's it's killing us mm-hmm. as analysts so I think uh, so one of the example that um, at least thinking fast and slow I think it's during that I, I, I wrote that I wrote this article so they they talked about um so they, they like they took two sets of people and in one side they just gave them numbers in tens so 20 hmm. 70 80 50 70 or whatever and the next set they give number in 5000 8000 9000 12000 and they asked both the group to predict our next number or predict a number so the first set just predicted like 117 and the other groups predicted in 17000 or something so so their perception was that although they were they were told specifically not to uh, not to uh, go in the same order but just think of a number but they pretty much so the biases so biases were there mm-hmm. so and, and and then and and then even um, your personal biases could also impact so i think the list of biases or um, list of biases that actually could impact your analysis so it's it's mm-hmm. important to understand those limitations that like uh, it, it's funny. So I was talking to one of the one of the security analysts from GE, um, and I was I was discussing with him uh, about a mathematical model on on predicting risk, and he said, "Hey, you know, Vishal, this is the best model ever." Mm. And I think whenever I hear that word, mm-hmm. I tend to get a bit more skeptical because I'm I'm a statistician <laughs> from that point of view. So I said, "Hey, really? What? Like what? In which sense?" It's like mm-hmm. he said. I I always rely on this model. This model is that much accurate, and I'll not name call the model or 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 the source. But but yeah. But I think so. I said, hey, let's let's Google and let's see where this mod this mod particular model suck. And um, there was a better model, which is like certain. I think it was seventeen percent more efficient and predicting yeah. And he said, no, it's not true. That's that's crap. Yeah. Whatever. So that's the problem, right? So we are yeah. as smart as our knowledge many, in many ways. So those yeah. biases are restricting us from analyzing. And I think we we see this thing a lot. Like many many times, even like even um, whenever I talk to even any client engagements, right? So we, we talk to them. It's their biases. Like they are sometimes they they are too stuck on what should be the answer. Yeah. And that that pretty much restricts someone from doing something. Yeah, and that was definitely some point that was made in two of the videos that were brought up that Tao brings up, so we can like talk about that later. But this one, this tip and trick being the one that focuses on like the kind of biases that come during the last mile of decision making, right. where there's a lot of fear, you know, and fear being such a paralyzing factor or just such an impacting factor on decision making period you know right so you have that that um that as a fear by itself is a bias you know so i think so uh, so in fact the the data science q and a i think it, it it briefly covers um some of the some of the ways to 
to like do 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 this right but i think one uh, the one of the human human answer to the next section uh, next is a very mathematical model question but one of the human answer is just to talk to a lot of discrete people to see if if their answer fit into your answer or something so mm-hmm. i think that's um, that's pretty cool i think and and one of the suggestions so like i i always fear about this a lot right whenever i i say something is working half of my brain is saying no you are biased right so and and then i don't want to be i don't want my influence to sort and and some in some ways intuition is good again uh, i'm not saying intuition is bad intuition like it's it's definitely but biases are not bad like biases are not good so intuitions is good so it, and it's a very slippery slope what is the intuition versus vis a vis what's a bias right so predictability of so i think that's that's something if um it's it's yeah that's why the q and a brings up resampling and which gives you a lot of different test methods to use right try to figure out where you might have those blind spots <laughs> right so you want to talk about resampling methods do you, well i'm sure you have a lot more experience with them than i do <laughs> so, so so i think it's it's pretty much um you take a take a take a test sample and test your model and then see if the model is fitting and then from there on resample it and and alter alter the model and the idea being you you want to do as much of cross validation as possible so yeah. that the, your model is applicable in as broader scenarios as possible i think it's um maybe last week there was a talk around uh multi collinearity or something i think it's it's more along the lines of of that that mm-hmm. eventually um you want a, a perfectly fitting model and and resampling and and pretty much gives you a lot of leverage uh in in basically in in making sure that um you you evaluate the performance of a model you understand sort of you make sure the model you have you have done the modeling right so it's it's a very, it's a very cool technique by the way and and the idea being that you want to make sure that um that you have a right model for the test set so resampling help pretty much hash it down and and just it kills it kills any, and, and and i think in from the previous example any biases so if if you have any predictable outcome you want to just get rid of those so mm-hmm. resampling resampling pretty much helps in 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 that direction Yeah and they have there's a lot of challenges there and uh the video the first video that Tao brings up for the video of the week um I found I I thought it was really good because it you know for one you get to see what an analytics club meetup is like oh, and yes. <laughs> that's cool but it yes. also you know these are individuals who deal and struggle with these kind of biases and these kind of um uh challenges all the time and the processes that they have to go through you know that they're dealing with and so i i thought it was really a a very real capture of um you know what that looks like on a business case with these with these different panelists that we have from the uh future of data meetup in boston right so i think it's um um it's it's a security panel um or i think i, I agree with you maria so uh, so travis so travis is 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 analytics club's boston lead 
So he is making Boston Club happen. So he brought up an interesting and Travis is from security background as well. So he brought up an interesting panel, um, and and there was a practitioner, there was a consulting um, a sort of a, a, a consultant, there was a startup. So it's a nice blend of how three different um, visionaries are looking at security as a problem. So one is a practitioner mm-hmm. that's making sure the clients of uh, Rapid7 is a company name. Uh, they can, what, what, what he thinks about the security and how uh, the paradigm of the security. And then the other guys from Booz Allen side uh, was talking about like some of the behavioral security and all that. And the third, mm-hmm. third guy is, is a security from Yaksa. And uh, it was an interesting conversation on, like it was it was interesting. Like all the all the three folks were looking at security from totally different paradigms, and they yeah. almost have the same soul of the problem, but um, uh, the location is different. Uh, from from the, their reference location is different. The pain is the same, mm-hmm. and and it, it was funny. Like uh, even after the session, I, I I spoke to most of these guys about. Um, security paradigms and again like uh, my biggest like i'm coming from the business angle too because i i talk to a lot of businesses so and i i shared my concern of hey either like one of the things that i suggested in the, in the in the session was every important um celebrity they get about 25 threads every day so should yeah. they react on all the 25 and and what are some of the proximal threat threat because threat level they are they're all the same right mm-hmm. so now their core business is to be creative be out there be approachable be, be visitable right so businesses are the same thing like they have to be the, maintain their creative edge they have to maintain the liberty of and and they're always like competing on the most innovative technique to surpass uh, or bypass their competition and get to the clients quickly in that context, how would sort of you stop someone from do, like, right? So security is one of those folks that, um, and it was, it was interesting that I wanted to take their take on, uh, like how to not get paranoid and still just keep, keep the business, business sense intact. Right. Because otherwise what will happen? Business will start ignoring, right? If, yeah. if your doctor tells you that 1700 things that, that are wrong with you, you'll probably stop going to the doctor. So you just have to keep like just two or three things which are which are chewable. Then doctor say then probably the intimacy is still intact, right? You, he's not just making you feel bad about yourself. That much that you say it's a headache to just go to that guy. Um, so it's, it's interesting. Yeah, and then they definitely even a must check it. out. I'm sorry. I'm saying definitely must um, people must must check out the uh, um, this video. Yeah, and they they even touched upon the aspect of talent and of you know the employee and the relationship of the production of work you know and having those environmental factors there right I, absolutely oh, i thought that was interesting that was pretty cool so now quote of the week everybody gets so much information all day long they lose their common sense uh, <laughs> this is i think it's 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 attack on the intuition again so yes i think that's um that is true so you need to have intuition too i think that's what it's saying it's it's relevant yeah yeah so podcast of the week uh jody cosmo from innova i think he's one of my favorite um um interviewee so yeah i really enjoyed this one 
he's a fun guy i think i he, like it was at that point i was throwing every question at him and um, see, and he was like very calm and composed and he just pretty much navigated um, and he talked about some of the interesting stuff of building building an enterprise on analytics as a practice what what all needs to be done what all he did so it was again very fun guy and and i had a ball and i think people should check out uh, so his perspective is he's he's running so he's leading a analytics practice uh, uh, for for a consulting company that is creating an interesting product so on data on 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 data analytics so i think from that perspective so he gives a very candid outlook on how to look at the industry how to look at the client what are some of the limitation he's seeing so it just gives you a very quick holistic perspective on what all businesses are seeing and what all could you could do to fix those some of those problems who you should hire why you should hire what kind of company you should build and all that so again i think um, amazing guy and and i think um, um probably i should invite i i should invite in, invite him again um and have a follow on because i i think at that point i was i had few more question i want to ask him and i think it's a very interesting conversation yeah maria Yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. He talked about taking these methods of, you know, and the experimentation that needs to be done to make changes in business and uh having the employees be able to have the freedom to be able you know, to not be afraid so much of um you know, experimenting because some experiment right. need to be done in order to make progress and change. So It's uh, interesting. I, you know, he really brought that scientific method into it. <laughs> oh yeah, he's like again very fun guy. So fact of the week, oh in late 2011, IDC Digital Universe published a report indicating 1.8 zettabyte of data will be created that year. It's an old start. Yeah. Wow, 1.8 zettabyte in 2011. I I can imagine what would be a maybe this today it would be in a day yeah i, I don't know I, i think we should check that uh, that so i'll probably check that start out and post it on the on the description here that's interesting wow World yeah and then you know data. they're only measuring certain kinds of or the prediction also takes into you know doesn't take into consideration any any new developments that added to right. it you know? yeah interesting so. So anyhow this concludes our newsletter so uh thank you everyone and as i have not said today that we are not coming up with tau's new model by end of this month so don't look don't keep an eye out on this so uh, it's an exciting times so anyhow thank you everyone and um again so if you need if you're looking for if you're looking for any support in finding job or anything i think go to tau sign up with tau it's a shameless plug but i think it's it, it is making some impact some people are getting um some interview calls so it is definitely doing something and i would urge you and i think soon we will be releasing few more features uh, for all of our members so you guys uh, you all could take advantage of um, some of the interesting thing that tau could deliver so keep an eye out um, and see you next to next week on week 33 
of mm-hmm. what Tao could bring, Maria. Yeah, this uh, signing off. <laughs> stay awesome, stay awesome, everybody, <laughs> and stay data driven. Bye bye. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Uh, I thought I was sick of home, but actually I was homesick Never really knew that I would have to grow up so quick I'm so uncomfortable, don't know anybody here Just a couple dudes that I met once, that's it And I go into the booth feeling nervous Got butterflies in my stomach like I'm so worthless Is the mic on? I don't know how to work this Inside I'm breaking down, I hope I'm not up on a certain